Hey everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall Podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today, well actually not today, but this month, the podcast is one year old. Yay, confetti cannons. Boom, boom, boom. So exciting. Uh, And to be honest, I was a little, actually a little sad about it. Uh, Recently, I was at work and uh, one of my coworkers asked me how the podcast was going. And my response was just a little down because I didn't really hit my consistency goal. So they asked me, oh, what episode are you on? I'm like, oh, I'm on episode 60. Like that's We're kind of about to hit our year mark. And they were like, that's incredible. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I I was really expecting closer to like 120, like higher up. Like I only hit half my goal. And they're like, that's still incredible. You made 60 episodes in the past year. That's more than one a week. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that is pretty good. That's more than a lot of podcasts actually make. A lot of podcasts actually end before they reach episode eight or nine. So I'm like, 60 episodes is not something to be uh, sad about. And it's actually, I'm here for the long game, right? So I'm here to create not only 100 episodes or 200. I'm here to create as many episodes as I can in the next, you know, few years, right? So there's so much more to come. I mean, I created this podcast as a way to create, you know, organize my thoughts, create tools and resources for all of you. So hopefully this has been super helpful for you. And before I dive into the content of today's episode, uh, please know like if you have any questions or you have an episode you've been waiting on, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to create an episode about your questions. And I mean, you're the reason why this podcast keeps going. So thank you all for showing up and listening and you know, getting excited for these episodes. Uh, They are for you and they, you know, hopefully will be continuing for weeks to come. Um, But for this episode, I actually want to dive into this idea of energy management, right? So as dancers, we only have so much time, so much energy and so much time available in one day. And I definitely feel that I sometimes bite off more than I can chew. I've experienced burnout before, you know, running myself thin. And I don't think we have to as dancers. I don't think we have to, you know, spread ourselves so thin, especially for when we're first starting out to, you know, just get our foot in the door. Uh, And as we've talked about, or as you may have noticed in this podcast, I struggle with being consistent from that burnout, right? And it has a Sometimes it has nothing to do with the podcasting, but, you know, the things outside of that, the life things that get in the way. So for today, I really want to dive into ways for you to, one, recharge, organize your energy so that you have, you know, the time and energy to do the work you're really excited about, right? And stay joyful about that work. So I want to go ahead and just dive into these tips today. And these are all things I do when I notice that I have more energy, when I notice I'm using my time wisely, uh, when I feel really, really good. These are all the things I'm doing or these are all the things that keep popping up that I'm like, oh, when I do this, I feel great. And I do the things that I want to be doing and have time for, you know, everything that is important to me. Or, you know, I'm really, I'm much more clear about what my priorities are. So I want to go ahead and dive into this first one. And it is 
that I get the most important things done early in the day. And this is the closest thing I have to a morning routine. I wouldn't say I have a like a step-by-step thing I do every morning other than maybe, you know, make my cup of coffee. But anything I want to get done, I get done early in the morning. So all my creative tasks tasks happen early in the morning if I'm going to, you know, make a podcast episode or write a podcast episode, plan a class, uh, write something on Instagram. All of those types of things for me happen first thing in the morning. Make my cup of coffee and go. I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't call it a morning routine, but I do acknowledge that for me, the energy I have in the morning is the highest energy I'll have all day. As soon as I make my cup of coffee, my brain is ready to move. So whatever it is, coffee, sit down, stand up, get in front of the mirror, whatever it is to get those creative tasks done. And for you, it might be getting a workout in. Or you're trying to, you know, take class or you're trying to put together a different project. You know, all these things, if you can get them done in the first couple hours of the day, then you have the rest of your day to play with, right? You already accomplished something and that feeling alone kind of sparks, you know, the energy to do more, right? Or do more later on. You're like, cool, I did this. It gets the momentum going. So that's number one. I get all my important creative tasks done early slash first thing in the morning. Number two is that I set my priorities for the day and I don't oversaturate my calendar. Yeah. So for me, I ask myself if I accomplish three things, no more than three things today, what would they be and how would they move me in a positive direction? Yeah. So right now I have a full performance schedule. So that's one thing already. Yeah. That's one thing that's going to take a lot of my time and energy. And that's a big thing too. I would almost count as two things, but, uh, you know, to maintain the quality of the work I'm doing, I need to limit the activities that I'm doing in each day. Right. So not only that, it would also keeps me joyful about the activities I'm doing in the day. If I just have a day full of everything, a bunch of different tasks, then I'm not going to have, you know, the quality is going to shift, right? So by limiting the activities and establishing priorities, I actively avoid burnout because I'm setting myself up to only do the most important things. So like I said, try to limit your to-do tasks to three a day, right? Maybe that's class, maybe it's rehearsal, maybe it's a workout, uh, maybe it's working on a grant or, you know, doing your taxes. I mean, maybe taxes is a multiple day thing, but you know, everything that el- everything else that you want to do in that day, once you solidify those three priorities, I, you know, delegate to somewhere else. I mean, there are times when I bite off more than I can chew, but I'm like, I still want to do all of these things where I'll hire an assistant to keep me organized and do all the tasks that I don't want to do, right? Like I'll have them, you know, plan my podcast interviews or help me create uh, a teaching schedule or, you know, keep me accountable for things uh, that I'm not going to, you know, do on my own or going to fall to the wayside. 
you know, things like this do come at a price, but you know, if I set my three priorities for the day, then I need to stick with that. Or I will start falling into that burnout, falling into, you know, the quality, you know, diminishing. So that's number two, set your priorities for the day, maximum of three. The third one kind of goes into, you know, the downtime, right? So I have the most energy when I make my mind and body feel good, right? So that's working out makes me feel good and increases my energy. When I read, instead of watching Netflix or scrolling on my phone, I feel incredible. Uh, when I eat well and not just eat, you know, breakfast sandwiches from the deli every morning or at night, depending on, you know, what time the show gets out. But, you know, it's when I do these tasks that I think are relaxing, looking at my phone or looking at screens or, you know, watching a movie, like that in the middle of the day specifically, when I just feel, you know, like garbage, right? I just don't feel good. I don't feel motivated to do anything else after that because I spent all this mental time and energy on these other things, right? So know that doing things that make your body and mind feel good create more of that. Right. And then doing things that don't make your mind and body feel good creates more of that. Right. We get addicted to the things we do consistently. So that's number three. Number four, and we have three more. Number four is I'm really selective with my time off. Yeah. I'm actually pretty introverted. And I think a lot of people are surprised to hear that. But I mean, I I love performing and I love teaching. I love engaging with people. But I really recharge and I get my energy when I'm by myself. Yeah. So when I, you know, am performing six days a week and I'm teaching one to three times a week and I'm creating two podcasts a week, like that's a lot of performative energy that I'm putting out there, a lot of enthusiasm that I need to find those counter activities for myself to be on my own. I need to go on walks. I need to just sit in silence right? Train rides are great for this. I need to listen to podcasts. I need to hear other people speak. Um, I need to hear my own thoughts, right? But, you know, I don't go out a lot. Um, if I'm drinking, I'll have like one one drink after the show or, you know, I'll go, I'll go out like maybe once a week, right? That's my limit. But other, other than that, I need to make sure I'm finding these times for me to really just sit with myself and not engage with other people, not perform. And, you know, teaching is performing. Recording these episodes are performing, right? Which I love, but how do I balance it, right? How I can't be on all the time. How do I turn off and sit with myself? So that's number four. Going into number five, and actually this is the last one, and You know, this one's a hard one to swallow for someone who wants to do everything. And the truth is, I let some things just fall through the cracks. Yeah. So we can't do it all. We can't, you know, do everything all at once. We have finite energy. And without help, like that assistant I was talking about earlier, or, you know, delegating our tasks to something else, the reality is that we just can't do it all, all the time. And sometimes you just have to let things go. I let I have really good ideas that 
you know, I need to let go for an hour, like put them to the side if I want to create a new project or make a new dance or add another thing to my schedule. Sometimes I'm like that. I have to acknowledge that that's a great idea or that's a great um, thing that I want to do. But if I don't have the time or energy to do it, I need to back pocket it. I need to push it to the side, right? And the important thing here is that when I do that, I can't beat myself up for it, right? Or if I bite off too much, more than I can chew, I need to just accept that truth, right? I need to just accept I missed that deadline, right? There was a grant I was trying to apply for. I had a beautiful idea for a dance, um, for a new work I wanted to create. And I still do want to create, and I'm still in the research for making that. But when it came down to create, you know, filling out the grant application, it just never happened for me. And the deadline came and went. And when I realized that, I said, you know, obviously that's not my priority right now. So I need to put that on the back burner and know that there's other grant opportunities and not be upset that I missed it, right? Or that I wasted an opportunity or I missed out, right? So I need to, one, not beat myself up for missing things or two, not, you know, not force myself to act on every great idea I have or whatever idea I think is really great and notice that I'm still working on things right I'm still trying to make I'm still trying to make sure I get eight hours of sleep at night right if I know I just automatically wake up at 7 38 every day what time do I have to go to bed to make sure I'm getting that seven or eight hours of sleep I'm trying to cut down on my sugar intake right or be more selective with it sometimes I do better than not you know connecting with my family on a regular basis or, you know, all these things that we want to do, realizing that the consistency is hard, but once we find it, it's so worth it and so needed to maintain our energy and enthusiasm for the work we want to do and, you know, the relationships we want to maintain. So that is what I have for you all today. I hope maybe one or two of these tips are useful for you. If you find yourself exhausted, burnt out, or, you know, just looking to do better work or better quality work and, you know, organize your priorities. I hope one of these tips were really helpful. Um, But if you would like to connect on these ideas, please don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram at Breaking the Wall Podcast or at It's Brandon Coleman. Message me on there leave a review, let me know what kind of episodes you are all wanting. Looking forward to hopefully being more consistent with these podcasts in the future. But happy one year anniversary if you've been here for the from the beginning. Thank you so much for listening and more to come. Bye, everybody.